podcast. Hello, hello, and welcome to the show. Series three, episode two. Into the new year, new series, Happy new, new year. style, new you, new me, new <laughs> lingerie. <laughs> uh, oh, cheeky little burp um, there. Tom was talking about just a minute ago. Mm. Lingerie, Tom? It's not yeah, well, Valentine's is coming up. We'd like to uh, we'd like to interrupt this episode to tell you that it's all that podcast is sponsored by Tom's lingerie. <laughs> uh, for him, her... Hashtag not an ad. <laughs> and the pets. <laughs> the pets? Mm. Why are you putting lingerie on your pets? You ever need a, to re Have seen a dog in a thong? <laughs> <laughs> but did you put lingerie on your dog at 12 No, because it's not, it's not been made yet. Did you wear lingerie? <laughs> no, and we didn't. That's a different thing. Imagine that on your tombstone. Tom Hazelden, pet lingerie creator. <laughs> <laughs> What a legacy. You're going down in history, Tom. You know that. I am. Okay, so today on the show, we have some great, interesting articles for you about the theatre world. You haven't heard about the them. amateur sphere. We have all picked an album, but who is going to get picked? Me. Let's find out. It might not be you. It might be you. Better it might be not me. be you. It might be you. That's how the wheel goes. Can't be. And also. That. We're playing a game. Bringing back an old game by... Reverse Rehearsal. We are bringing back Reverse Rehearsal. Yes. Did you do that? We have had people saying, where is Reverse Rehearsal? I don't think we you've actually done it. We want to hear it. Kraz Nilsson 103 well, we're said, we're where is Reverse Rehearsal? <laughs> Baz Filson said, so, I want Reverse Rehearsal. Yeah, well, it happens, right? My brother may have wanted it. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> right. Tom, hit Smart. us with your article. Go on. You go first. Okay. Uh, we haven't first. actually, we usually briefly discuss uh, what articles we have so that we don't have any crossover. So we haven't done that. No. Before we go ahead, does anyone have an article <laughs> about waitress? No. no. Article for waitress going once, going twice. Good. So well, Mr. Tom. I have two. This one's not really an article. It's just very quickly. Uh, but waitress uh, in Broadway, uh, I, th I think on Broadway, sold little mini pies uh, in their theatre so that you could buy a little mini pie to eat while you were... Pie What's that? It was it World, World pie, pie Day yesterday? It was, was yesterday, but that's that's not oh. why I did it. I didn't... Pie day. Yeah. That's sweet not the pies or savoury pies? Well, it's America, so sweet. No. Mm. Oh. They don't okay. do savoury pies. I wonder if they'll understand. do that over here. Well, let me get on with the article and you'll find out. I think they are. So, <laughs> go on, you finish the article then. Well, go on, think so big. They're going to start selling pies. So big? I thought it was clever. Think so big. <laughs> go on, go on, carry on. They're going to start selling pies over here now. Where are they going to sell them? At the theatre. Oh, well, now you look like a fool because you're wrong. Uh, <laughs> the waitress have teamed up with the Theatre Cafe in London, and they're yeah. going to be selling. Oh, they're going to be selling little, little, little mini, pies. little mini pies. Oh, uh, the picture looks that kind of gross. That does not look like a pie. <laughs> but it looks like, it looks uh, like a Mr. Dough. Whippet. But it's like a, it's like a pie in a, in a, uh, in a pot. little pot. Uh, looks like somebody's put a cupcake upside down into a ramekin dish. Mm. That's a pie, right? Audience members will be able to buy the famous waitress pie jars in apple crumble. I guess maybe they're the pie jars in Apple Ooh. Crumble anyway. Chocolate, salted, carrot, uh, mm. chocolate, 
Hang on, chocolate salted caramel is one flavour. Yummy, yummy. Amazing. Chocolate salted caramel or banoffee. Although this says at the Adelphi Theatre. So, I mean, it was only announced the other day. So, I'm right. Who knows? Uh, you're not. You're wrong. They don't I, it's, I, I would imagine maybe what it is is the Theatre Cafe are making them. Um, Probably selling them in both places. Maybe. We'll find out. We'll maybe have to go and see. I'll start up Tom's Pies and we'll put them out of business. <laughs> Along with the. Um, they're lingerie. sold. They're wrapped in lingerie. That's it. Yeah. Well, there's lingerie in the middle, so you have to eat your pie to get... It's like a kid lingerie. Yeah. Nice. I like that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Dog-friendly pies are available. Um, my actual article, though, were, is... That was his pre-article before his article. It was. I said that. Are you not listening? <laughs> Obviously not. Like, she talked too much. Oh, no. Don't, <laughs> don't start, start that again. again. <laughs> Otherwise, we have Tom the Mime back. I can't cope with that. Tom, carry on. <laughs> Thank you. So my next article is uh, from Playbill uh, again. Who's he? <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell Bill what to do. <laughs> if he wants to play, he'll play, all right? <laughs> I feel better now. <laughs> Tom, carry on. I'm going to leave this podcast. <laughs> Um, you threatened that three times last year. Yeah. Not once did it Which happen. means I'm going to quit. I'm saying. <laughs> four times now. Anyway. Uh, so I, I had an article all picked out. I was quite excited about it. And then Anna was like, oh, I have to show you something the other day. And then she showed me this. And I was like, cool. It's going to be my article. And it still is. It's just not as special now. So. <clears throat> I haven't said anything. No, I know. Just for me personally. <laughs> Oh, it's nice because we both have the same taste in in, oh, in videos. That's a lovely story. We didn't <laughs> make the videos. Well, our YouTube channels Disney. are very similar, so we probably get recommended the same stuff. Anyway, on with previously scheduled podcast. Uh, this uh, <laughs> I'm not going to be able to get through this now. Uh, Rogers, Rogers and Hammerstein, uh, who are two very famous uh, song. Writers, uh, they've done uh, Oklahoma, Carousel, uh, South Sound Pacific, The King and I, Cinderella, Cinderella, The Sound of Music. Gee, thanks, guys, <laughs> for letting me inform our audience on that one. You're not getting any free lingerie. Uh, <laughs> They're not pets. <laughs> no, it's for, it's for him, her, and pets. Oh, yeah, sorry. Sorry, my mistake. <laughs> nice to see people. Everyone's listening. Uh Anyway, they do, they've they started doing a thing called RNH Goes Pop. Uh, so I played played a song to the guys before we started recording this podcast of "Oh What a Beautiful Morning" from Oklahoma. I wouldn't say it was poppy. Uh, Which not? No. What would you say it is? I imagine pop to be a bit more upbeat. Okay. What would you categorise? That, that's that's what I mean. Yeah. What would you What would you put um, it under? Um, I don't know. I'm not very good with my music <laughs> genres. <laughs> I don't know my music. <laughs> <laughs> but I would say that. Well, I wouldn't categorise it as pop, but uh, I don't know anything about music. <laughs> <laughs> that is fairly accurate. I will accept that. No. Carry on. I know. I know what you mean. It's a bit. It's a bit country almost, but it's also still I think very musical theatre because of its origins. It's quite indie. Um, yeah. Bit indie, bit pop, bit country. Um If I could describe it as a style of dance genre, I would describe it as contemporary. Mm. Mm. Which means like modern. 
Well, which is <laughs> a large, like large group of pop. Anyway, uh, it's not it's not mainly pop, but it, it it I know what you mean. It's not you wouldn't necessarily hear it and call it a pop song. It's yeah, it's a bit of a weird one. Uh, but they they they've got plans to to do this for like loads of other uh, Roger and Hammerstein songs, um, and that was the first one with Jeremy Jordan. I enjoyed it. I love I, I love it. Enjoyed the version that you played us um i'll put a link in the show notes but i'd like to listen it, to the whole album it was awesome. he has a lovely voice it's the only one they've released so far oh if you're listening tom just said that i did it's, it's a youtube series though so they'll be on youtube yeah uh, true. there's a video to go with it um is the video countryfied is it's it like it's him Swift? it's him singing on a beach yeah. with the guitar with no the lighthouse. Oh, he's like skimming stones with the lighthouse Skimming Stones Proper and... music video. Is it a lighthouse? Yeah. Oh. What is it? I don't know. It just looks like some sort of like, water tank. It does, <laughs> doesn't matter what it is. Well, singing next he's, to my water he's, tank. He's singing, he's singing on a beach. I should go and check it out. Uh, but is he actually in Oklahoma? Probably not. Because oh, I don't think there's any beaches. Maybe that. I don't know where no, it is. I thought it was like is. a lake rather than a beach. Um, it might be a lake. Oh, it doesn't matter. That that's beside the point. If it's a lake cool if they, or a beach or a lighthouse it. or if it's in Oklahoma, um, but there's a few people that were saying like, uh, like there's no hint at the original tune and blah 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 blah. Really? But it's a reimagining. But I don't think people quite understand what a reimagining is. No. So I I love it. I like his voice. I liked it. I think dating it be a bit hit or miss maybe, but. Yeah, there's nothing else you can do with Roger and Hammerstein's really. Everything's been done a thousand times over, so it was uh, it was quite cool. I thought it was pretty good. Thanks, mm. Tommy. You're Very good. welcome. Cool. Anna, on to you. Okay. <laughs> so, um, Broadway have had a lot of changes to casting recently. And, yeah, so um, the first casting which has been a bit different is frozen announcing a woman who's playing olaf yep <laughs> and who's the woman olaf he just said it <laughs> okay so that was that one i'd drop my mic if it wasn't on a stand and then a late a late well they've cast their first colored glinda oh yeah i Broadway. saw that thought that was a nice step up in Interesting well, that they've still made her blonde, though. Yeah, it, but it doesn't look weird. I have I have a slight problem with the the way that it's gone about because my first problem is that everyone's bracing themselves. Like I'm gonna like <laughs> go on a racist rant. <laughs> what I was gonna say is my first problem is that it's taken this long to cast a coloured Glinda. I agree. My second problem is and i think it's something that everybody's talking about jamie handled really well is that it made the news whereas everyone's talking about jamie uh leighton williams has taken over from john mccree who is a black guy and it I, it was just like yeah he's the new he's the new jamie no one really gave a crap no exactly which is how it should why be. are they making a big deal of it don't get it so that was my article thanks tom cool You're welcome Okay, so Lucy, on to your article. So my article is a blog style article today and it is from Spotlight's blog five Ooh. years ago. Ooh. So it's quite old. But, but it's not on like a topic that is 
really changing that much. It's a discussion that keeps on evolving and we can grow with it. Pardon? Timeless. Thank you. (laughs) Um, The title is Professional versus Amateur in Performance. I just wanted to know what you thought the difference between amateur performances and professional performances are. What gives them the title of amateur? What gives them the title of professional? Uh, I would probably say uh, when the... Maybe when the... I know what you're going to say. Actors are getting paid. But then I also think maybe it would depend on what type of theatre it is as well, if it's in like a an A, B or C style theatre. So, don't know. Interesting. Anyone else? Um, so, I actually have a story for this this article. Once so, upon a time. Tighten your silk belts, everyone. It could that be a bumpy question ride. was presented on a theatre group that I am on, right? And I said exactly what Tom said. Professional, you get paid. You're about to say everything I got from the article. I can feel it. You don't get paid. Mm. No, this is a story about what happened to me. Okay. Um, I put that as a comment and then put my phone down and then had loads of replies from people saying, oh, you can't see that. It's not that clear cut. It's not as black and white as that, blah, 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 blah. And then got into shenanigans with a couple of people later to find out that one of them was playing the genie in Aladdin in the West End. <laughs> and I was just like, oh, okay, like private message, some of them saying like, look, this is my thought, it's an opinion, like it is what it is, like there's no need to get so heated about it. Yeah, and then, yeah, he was playing the genie in Aladdin in the West End. Well, there you it's go, you've got to name drop you, there, congratulations. You find in, in, in groups, isn't it? Hmm. Anna? Uh, I don't know. Um, if I don't know. <laughs> I, I, what the, like what the difference is? I mean, I will say that we've we've done a I show. We've done a show that we got paid for, <clears throat> and well, well, profit share, I guess. But I wouldn't have said that that was professional. But I also wouldn't say it was an Amdram performance. Yeah, I guess professional is maybe. Like set down to the basics, people who have trained, as opposed to people who do it for a hobby. Yeah, but then there's people that are not trained on the West End. If you, if you do it for a job, if if the, if the majority of people do it as a job, job. I guess. Yeah. And if yeah. it's like an official company or any anything that's in like a non-local theatre, I guess. But Very maybe, grey, isn't it? But yeah. then if you're in a local theatre and get paid, is it professional? Well, yeah, yeah. But what I'm saying is like for like if you're not sure then if you go to a non-local theater like the mayflower then it's more likely going to be i know they do amdram stuff there as well but it's more likely going to be professional i don't know though is it's, the answer. it's a really tricky question which is why i thought it'd be interesting to share this blog it'll go in the show notes i'm not going to just sit and read it all out because if it's something you want to hear more about you can go and read it in your own time um but he finishes the blog with a really interesting point he says is this blog rubbish or good? Am I paid to write it or not? You don't know, as I haven't told you if I'm being paid to write this. Does it cloud your perception of this blog if I am an amateur or professional blogger? So when you flip it like that and put it towards something else, does the difference really matter anyway if you enjoy yeah. the performance? Yeah, that's what um, I think. Yeah. 
He says, let's lose the amateur label and instead just enjoy the performance. Let's just make the piece better and enjoy it. He also makes the point, like, what if Ian McKellen, for example, who plays Gandalf, Does. decided he was going to do a film for free as so. it was for charity, would he then be labelled as an amateur? No, still a professional. It's, I mean, I guess, like... Well, exactly, this is where the money thing is the problem. Yeah. yeah, The people for, like, Live Aid or band aid i assume they weren't paid to do those songs or those concerts because it was all for charity so i guess if you look at it that way then technically i guess that's an amateur but it's performance not no that's what i mean but they, they didn't get paid for it, it yeah it's their profession yeah i suppose that's but i want i wonder if like i agree with what you're saying but i wonder if there is a Clear like uh answer. yeah I don't think there is a clear-cut answer. Definition. It's just an interesting mm. thing to discuss. Well, I suppose when you do it for a job and you do it for a hobby, that <clears> then <throat> makes a difference. Yeah. Right? One one thing I will say against it, though, is if I'm buying tickets, I want to know if I'm paying £30 to see an amateur show or if I'm paying £30 to see a professional show because yeah. I'm not saying the performance is better, but the the set is and the the production as a whole is usually better. Not mm. always the case, no. but if I'm if I pay forty pounds, if if everyone if like you took this guy's advice and dropped the amateur label, and I pay forty pounds to go and see an Amdram performance, I'd be pretty miffed, even if it was amazing. Whereas, you know, if I offered tickets for a professional show for forty quid, I yeah. feel like it's money yeah. value for more money. well spent. Yeah. Or I think there are the a lot of side, factors, aren't there? Yeah. On the flip side, if I pay 20 quid for a professional show, then I'd say it's pretty cheap. Or if it's £10 and it's an amateur show, I think that's pretty cheap. But, yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Cool. Great. Article. You're welcome. Thanks. Okay, so that leaves me. My article is about theatre friends. So, do people that do theatre together make better friends yes and does the friendship last longer no if so why i think you make better friends because when you do a show you're in like this absolute bubble it's just unlike any other any other sort of friendship you don't usually have as big a bond and something to focus on with any other friends as you do when you put on something like a show so I think you get closer quicker during the show. And also you have to do things that you wouldn't do in front of your friends usually, like quick changes or act stupid or, well, people act stupid anyway. But you know what I mean. <laughs> but I don't think I don't think that lasts because if one show finishes and you move on to a next show and the same people aren't in that same show, the whole new bubble is made again. And if you're not in that bubble, it's amazing how quick people forget about you. Um, speaking kind of from experience as well, yeah. really. Yeah. There you go. It's short and sweet. Next. Cool. Anna? Um, yeah, it's because you have the same hobbies, I think. Like, you enjoy this. Compared to school friends, I think it's easier to make friends and, and like, have a bond. Um, yeah. I, I know you guys, like, people move from show to show, but I've done a lot of shows and still have become friends with certain people. Mm. that I have stayed with longer than others. Um, yeah, and I think you do create certain friendships outside of theatre, even though you've met them 
through theatre, if in that the makes theater, sense. Yeah. Mm. But that's just not not everyone in the cast that you were with. Obviously, you find people that you bond with more and oh, yeah. stay with them. Yeah, no, um, me saying no to that was kind of more saying, like, as a group. Yeah. Like, obviously, as you have whole. the certain members that you but, stay super close with. Yeah, it, it, it does, especially, I think, in amateur theatre, if you miss... If you're part of a group and dedicated to that group and you miss a show, you do feel kind of excluded because even though you'd still be part of the member membership, if you're not in that show, you do miss a lot. Yeah. Mm. Um, but, yeah, and then you come back to it and you're like, oh, it's just like how it was before. So, yeah, it's interesting. But, no, I think theatre friends, friendship's a lot more different than others. But cool. that's why we like it. Tom? I think it's like just circumstantial. You make friends because you have to. It's like being at like in the in the nicest way possible. It's like being at work. You you're in a way you're stuck with these people for the next six months. So you have to get along or at least try to get along. Um stuck with us forever. Yeah. <clears throat> but i yeah, I'm not saying that I I I'm like quite fortunate in that the case of every show I've done, I've I've liked a large majority of the people that I've worked with. Um, Lucy's not so sure about that. <laughs> um, but I think I think you make a lot more friends. But yeah, I think you 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 they they like in terms of numbers, the amount of long term friends you make and short term friends you make. It seems like you make. Very few. Do you think long -term it's quantity friends. over quality? Yeah. Yeah, but then you you like that's it's it's like school in a way. I think you 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 prat around with your mates in the playground, or you prat around with your mates. What's that word? Prat. Prat. prat, prat or you, or you you prat around with your friends on stage, and then you leave school, and you know you're still friends with those people, but you wouldn't there's, ignore them if you bumped into yeah, them in yeah, Tesco, yeah. but you don't but there's friends that see you each other every week. there's friends that you from school that you you know would keep like carry with you for the rest of your life or for for at least for a while um fair enough do you think theater makes a stronger bond between people like compared to other like sport activities like football or netball or anything like that i think it does because it's more of an emotional i think there's a lot like your emotions are more exposed in theater mm. i think i'd say that i have no experience of being in a sports yeah, team that's what I so i feel like theater is a very social thing whereas like if well if we go with the sport basis then although you spend a lot of time with those people you're not necessarily getting to socialize with them you no are running around on a field with them maybe or playing against them but it's the same thing you have to you know you have to work together if you no matter what you do but yeah i think well th theater is just a bit more social and a bit more intimate i think yeah i definitely think like being i've been on both like a sports team and in theater obviously um i would definitely say that the bond is stronger in theatre than it is I think with on a sports, sports team. and like being in a team I think it's more of a professional friendship almost and the fact that <clears throat> you've got to look after yourself you've yeah. got to be ready for that but I know you've got to be that like that for a show but you have that union and rehearsals where you can joke around and 
you can't always feel like the sport it's literally like you have to wake up early you have to do this routine you can't mess around otherwise you're not going to be the best i feel like the other thing is it's like a a sex thing like (laughs) i mean like Usually on a sports team, it will be the same sex because, like, say, I don't know, for example, you were doing wrestling, it's very Mm. unlikely you'd put a woman against a man, that sort of thing. Whereas with theatre, it's always mixed, isn't it? I've never done a show where it's been all girls or all boys. That's true, actually. I've Um, never thought about it. So it probably brings more aspects in that way, which also might mean people are actually bringing their relationships into the groups. And I think when you make a rela- uh, a friendship which your partner is also a part of, it's easier and kind of therefore makes it more accessible and a stronger relationship. Mm. True. Also, look at the like stereotypes. Sports, sports men and women are a bit more stereotypically like uh, hard. Yeah, they're not maybe don't wear their emotions on their sleeve, whereas theatre people are just like the most annoying and loud people you will ever meet. <laughs> That's um, right. It's, it's like I, I, ah! it's it's so it's so true. Like, um, <laughs> but no, you know what I mean. Theatre theatre people are you 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 can spot a theatre person in the crowd. You, usually, not all the time, not but all but the if time. we're going based on like stereotypes, and I think I think because of that, like. But not necessarily like in public, but more in terms of like in groups of other people. Especially so I think like, do you know what? Theater I, people just I don't get that. Pick up people. I get I get a surprise look every single time. Yeah, because I tell you people don't... it's probably because I've got a big old beard and, and not you're a plumber. <laughs> do, yeah, do a man job apparently. I got told the other day. It's a really manly job. Well, if you say so. But I, what what I'm saying though, I think is just that. I think theatre people are more inclined to be more friendly than, than Fair enough. And equally can be being stereotypical. more fake, don't you think? Oh, yeah, 100%. looking at what they're doing, 100%. they're acting. When does the acting stop and begin? Especially if you go to an audition. That's like, true. <laughs> be like, oh, hi, where are you from? What have you done? And you're like, I'm going to destroy you. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. There yeah. we go. Cool. Crack that nut. Nice. Well... I didn't read anything from the blog because I just wanted your personal opinions on it. Just also, bef- like. be, uh, before we move on, have you guys heard about the West Side Story casting? They've cast their leading lady. There's a 17-year-old girl. They found her from a school, I think. Oh, wow. She's not done anything before. Amazing. Um, Crazy. Good. And people have, there's a clip of her voice, uh, her singing, and apparently she sounds phenomenal. Why I not? Heard it yet, really? If the shoe fits, why should it matter if you've mm-hmm. had training or what? I have to hear that. And just also hope they... she's not another Nikki Blonsky from uh, Hairspray. She was phenomenal and then that was it. didn't do anything again. Yeah. Yeah. It's a bit like Miss Saigon. That seems to happen with people very young though, doesn't it? Like one hit wonders. Almost mm. like they can't handle the Yeah. Although on the, on the flip side as well, it's a Spielberg film, so it's a bit bigger than, I don't know who, I don't even know who directed Hairspray. But... Uh, yeah. uh, oh, um, talking of young people... Um, they held open auditions for Dear Evan Hansen, didn't they? They did. In the UK, which I was surprised at, and they were looking for a young, young man. Mm. Mm. Yeah. You didn't go, did you? Well, there ain't no chance of me being Evan <laughs> or Hansen. I can be Hansen or Gretel. Anyway, let's play a game. An oldie 
but a goldie. Like you. Reversal rehearsal. Reversal rehearsal. It is indeed. Oh my God. When was the last time we played this then? Uh, three weeks ago. (laughs) (laughs) I thought that you weren't going to guess it. But you did. Oh, not wrong. You are clever, clever sausages. Trevor. Tom, do you fancy telling us the rules for this wonderful game? Yeah. So, a few rules for reverse rehearsal. I'll explain the game very briefly. Uh, Jazz has pre recorded himself saying the name of a show. He has then reversed that clip. So, for example, Into the Woods reversed becomes. We then have to try and imitate what we've heard. Jazz will then reverse the clip of us speaking and hopefully it should sound like the original title of the show. So, for example, becomes Into the Woods. And there's two clips there from our pilot episode. We get three listens before we can attempt to repeat it. And that is a very brief outline of the game. Good luck. Thanks, Tom. That is wonderful, Tom. You're welcome. Impeccable. You're a superstar. Every single time you absolutely nail it, I must say. Thank you. So... It's because it's recorded. <laughs> Who's going to go first? Flip Ro- a coin. Rock, paper, scissors for it. Go on. <gasps> Rock, Rock, paper, paper scissors, shoot. Snip. <laughs> 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 so Tom went scissors, Lucy went paper, and Anna went fire. So she's disqualified and Tom is the winner. <laughs> Tom. You should have learned from last time win, when though. I did water You just blue. get super, super hot super scissors hot and scissors. then cut for totally anything. Worth it. Uh, Tom, you get to pick who goes first. I'll go what? first. Okay. So, <laughs> ladies, please turn your headphones down. Okay, Tom, so, Cheers. as you know, you get three listens. Yes, sir. Here is your first listen. Listen carefully. <laughs> <laughs> it is Do you record this in, like... In a cave. In a, yeah. In a tunnel. What? Yeah. Ready? Your second listen. And your third and final listen. Tom, I need your reverse rehearsal. I'm pretty confident with that. <laughs> Thoroughly took it, Lucy. That did. That did. Wait, wait till you hear it. You'll see why I was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, I was like, if I can do a Japanese accent, <laughs> can do it. Tom, as you won, who would you like to go next? Lucy uh, son. <laughs> okay. Japanese Lucy. Are you ready? I don't know how to say yes in Japanese. <laughs> Are you steady? Yes. Then we shall begin. Your first listen. And your second listen. And your third and final listen. Lucy, I need your reversal rehearsal. Hamli habe. Hamli habe. Hamli habe. That's me. Tom was ugly. You're a hubby. Yay! That's what? what I always wanted. Tom said ugly. She said happy. I didn't say ugly. You did. You went Tom ugly. <laughs> no, I said hammy ugly. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Anna. 
Last but not least, mm -hmm. are you ready? Mm -hmm. Are you steady? Yep. Then we shall begin. Here's your first listen. And your second listen. And your third and final listen. Anna, I need your reversal rehearsal. Hamehagbe. <laughs> Hug bear. Hug a bear. Yep, so Tom was ugly, Lucy was husband, and Anna's hugging a bear. So I shall reverse them. I don't and we'll know. We'll see this who sounded the closest to the original. Reversal rehearsal. Oh, <laughs> uh, what the hell was that? Jazz did a little fart. It wasn't me. <laughs> Jazz. If it was me, you'd have known about it. We you'd wouldn't have, be alive. You'd smell it. All I'm you. saying is, thank God this isn't a Five it's... Senses podcast because you'd been dead. <laughs> Opposed to what Six Senses podcast. <laughs> I mean, you don't need. You don't need. <laughs> two. Well, can you touch the podcast? Can you smell the podcast? No. So it's can not you five see the podcast? You don't know. You probably only need. Ghosts, probably only need so. two senses, wouldn't you? Two cents podcast to Listen smell it. Jazz's fart, hear it, and smell it. <laughs> you wouldn't need to hear it. Anyway, enough about my farts. No, but it's a podcast. You <laughs> do need to hear it. <laughs> not my farts, though. Sometimes taste it. What? <laughs> So close you can almost taste it. Release the inhibition. Feel the farts on your skin. <laughs> Thanks. Natasha. No one else can feel enjoyed. it for you. Only you can let it in. So, we had reverse rehearsal and the team were listening to this. So, Tom, do you want to see what you sounded like backwards? No, I'm going to go home. <laughs> yeah, go on then. Ready? You relatively close. Relatively close. What with what it actually is? To what it sounded like. Hamehugle. Lucy, you sounded like this. Hamlihabe. Hamlihabe. Nowhere near. And Anna, you sounded like this. Hamehugbe. Okay, four. I sound drunk when you do. I am. So for 50 Mr. Blobby points, can anyone guess what die? the show is? Slight hearted. <laughs> He's fictional, so I don't think he can. Mr. But anyway. The guy who played Mr. Blobby died about 10 years ago. <laughs> okay, I'll Did get he? back to you on that. I think so. Uh, anyway, want to guess a show? Tom. Um, I want to say... Uh, be more chill. Be more chill. Okay, Lucy. Um, I don't really know what it is. I have some few options. I'm going to go with Beautiful, the Carol King musical. Hummy Hubbly. Wow. Okay. It's not that then. Anna. I'm going with Billy Elliot. <laughs> <laughs> Anna, what are you going with? I'll go with Dear Evan Hansen. Dear Evan Hansen. I can tell you that somebody in, in this beard. room is not right. And the other two people in this room are also not, are right. Also not right. Would you like to another guess? Can we have another clue and then another guess? You have already had what? two have clues. Have we this well, show? We'll repeat the clues then. Have you seen it? Yeah. Uh, yeah, you probably have. What clues? Not the show. Can you please repeat not the clues? Not the show. What the... It's a musical. Yes. And 
Tom has given you a clue since we started recording. Maybe West Side Story. What else did I speak about? Rodgers and Hammerstein. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's a Rodgers and Hammerstein. Maybe it's not any of those. The King and I. Oklahoma. Oh, it could be Oklahoma. Tom, you having a guess? Yes. (laughs) The girls have guessed. Uh, I think Anna's right. West Side Story. West Side Story. Okay, it's somebody's not. got it right. Yeah. Let's find it's out Anna. who's got it right. No. Oklahoma. Oh, it yes! Anna with Oklahoma. Okay, LA. It was H-O-M-A. Oklahoma. Where'd you get that from? So, what? What, like, what, a, no, what a random one for you to think of. To well, do. yeah, that's, that's the, point. the way to throw you right off the sense. Right. But how how strange how convenient. that my article was about Oklahoma. It was. I think you had a conspiracy theory just so I lose. <laughs> a conspiracy theory. <laughs> Tom collusion. Al- Tom also Lucy's lost. Collusion. <laughs> yeah, Do you mean but... like, a, like a, a secret pact? Yeah. Yeah. We should make up a conspiracy theory about it's all mate. Maybe. Next episode. Put it on Wikipedia. Okay, so let's find out who was the closest to the original. Tom, you said this. Oklahoma. Oklahoma. Welcome to Oklahoma. In a Scottish accent. Yeah, that's from. Wonderful. It's Swedish. Welcome to Oklahoma. Lucy, German, you said this. Helma Helma. So Tom was Scottish, Lucy was Irish. Boys and like the Irishmen. Anna is. Helma Anna is still drunk. Oklahoma. I think it's clear I am not the okay, winner. Okay, so who do I think was closest on this? Think it was Oklahoma. Oklahoma. Tom, it was definitely can I hear Anna's I again? Anna's. Anna's. I got a home a bit. Is it Scottish? Oklahoma. Oklahoma. Help the homeless. <laughs> Help the homeless. Help the homeless. Wonderful. Mine. I think mine's a bit so, Tom, Oklahoma. Tom, are you win? Tom, you win. Do you know what you win? Absolutely nothing. Some lingerie. <laughs> so technically, Anna's won because she's won fifty Bobby Bobby points. points. Well done. That was reverse rehearsal. Reversal rehearsal. So that was reversal rehearsal. Who's happy to have that back? I am. Yeah! Yeah, it's all right. I mean, nightmare for me to edit, but... Under a different game. Good, good fun. Called Tom's Headliners. Tom's Headliners? Yeah. More on that next week. <laughs> or Tom's headlice. Tom's headlice. Tom's headlice. Uh, that's going to be a recurring theme throughout the year. Because he always has headlice. But only in term time. <laughs> I'm just going to get headlice every week. Just for just because I'm insane. Surely if you just never get rid of them, you'll just always have them. Yeah. Yeah, but they'll mm-hmm. multiply. Yeah, so I always have them. Mate. They're multiplying. If you've got headlice. Wear, I'll wear a helmet as well so that they, like, with no holes, so they... Well, a couple of air holes, so they can't escape. So if it's not, they're going to pass on to anyone else. I'll wear a shower cap, that's what I'll wear. Yeah, but then they'll suffocate and die. No, I'll poke little holes in it so they can breathe. Oh, okay. Fair enough. 
That's how I intend to grow my head lice farm throughout the year. Wonderful. Are you going to sell them and eat them for I'm a celebrity? Of course. What else should you do? (laughs) You're so disgusting. Okay, so that was rehearsal, rehearsal. Let's go on to... Album of the week. Yeah. I want it to be me. It was you last time. Yeah, Lizzie. You were the last one. You finished off 2018. I always finished off. <laughs> <laughs> I don't only, know what that means. Only 2018, though, not other years. <laughs> no, no other year. That's true. So Lizzie's always... not finishing off this year. <laughs> okay, so let's... That's my job. Spin the wheel and find out... Anna Friel. Who <laughs> Spin the wheel, Anna Friel. Anna Friel, is, she's, it's her album this week. <laughs> Anna Friel's album. Tick, 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 boom. Anna Friel. Boom, shake, shake, shake. I thought it was going to stop on me then. Anna! Don't do overtures, please. If you do outchores, overtures, underchores. We're not listening. House 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 chores. chores. (laughs) House chores are okay. Best little chore house in Texas. So I've made made my own playlist. Oh, (laughs) God. Okay, Anna, hit us with With your your rhythm stick. Hit us. Hit us. Hit me with your rhythm stick. That was handy Andy. My album of the week is... Blah, 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 Mean Girls, the Broadway cast recording. Booby bump. Tom, how do you feel about that? I quite like, I've heard a couple of songs and I quite like them. But <laughs> but what I dislike is the baby shark effect, which is when you hear songs so many times that... It sounds like it a baby put, shark. It starts to put you off. So, we, But I'm not on that quite yet. Okay. But there's a couple of songs that I've heard a lot of times. So, okay. we'll see. Well, well, I haven't heard any, so... Mate, I'm well excited. I'm going in with an open mind. Tina Fey. Yeah. If that doesn't sell it for you're you. You're my bae. <laughs> Tina Fey, you're my bae. Okay, Anna, please tell us a little bit more and describe the album cover for us. Okay. Do so you know what? This was going to be one of my ones. Mean Girls, the original Broadway cast recording... Um, it's recently come to Broadway last year. Um, uh, Tina Fey, it's based on the hit film which Tina Fey was in and wrote and also wrote the musical. So, yeah. um, 30 Rock. <laughs> you done? No, uh, well, she's doing it. Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. <laughs> Unbreakable. Sisters. <laughs> done? No. Uh, well, she do. Go on, I'll get back to you. Carry on. Uh, so the album cover is a pink cover um, and then it's got three girls in the middle all wearing pink dresses and on their dresses it says Mean Girls and then it's got the writing um, in like little like... Yeah. Baby Mama. Capi- capital <laughs> letters with some writing on it. A bit like the burn book that's in the film. Oh, I love it! Very nice. Lots of film references. Is there? Mm. Megamind. Cool. Obviously. Yes. So I think. like that. Enjoy. I liked it a lot. Okay, so if you would like to join us with Album of the Week, then head over to Spotify, hit it up. Spotify. Tell us what you think. Or any other 
music, music player that you're yeah. using. Or maybe YouTube. A lot of people use YouTube now, don't they? Mm. Definitely lots on there. people do lots so of things. Let it's us know. Nice. It's like a book club, but yeah. with an album. So, yes, musical yes. theatre albums, yeah. Yeah. Wonderful. Mean Girls is the show for us to listen to. Yeah, baby. Now, on to a bit of Noda Show time. Noda shows, Noda shows. Everyone likes their Noda shows. Woo. 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 <laughs> My God, what has happened today? My Noda shows, Noda shows. Help me get from head to toe. Gonna make you lying. Gonna see these shows. Five, six, seven, Noda. Okay, Tom, hit us off with your Noda show. Can you not actually hit me, please? No, I'll try not to. But everyone can join in with this next bit. Razzadada. 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 Tetley tea. That's right. Mine is Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. No, it's the Adams Family. On from the 23rd of January to the 26th of January 2019, not 2020. So don't don't get too relaxed. You need to go and see it. Uh, it's on. I don't quite know how to pronounce their name because they're from Cardiff. So it's a Welsh name. So I'm just going to spell it by the H R I W B I N A Amateur Theatrical Society. Uh, and it's on in that place, R-H-I-W-B-I-N-A, in Cardiff, uh, in a memorial hall. Uh, and if you want to get tickets, then uh, you can uh, you can call their box office, which is 07-594-426-413. Very uh, nice. And tickets are £12 or £11 concessions and £8 for children, cool. which is under 12 <coughs> What made you pick that show, Tom? Uh, I you don't see it all that often. True. So it caught my eye. Very nice. And then I had to go to what, the, the program, <clears throat> the poster. Sorry. No, the just show. just that it said the Adams family. Oh, okay, oh, that's cool. Cool. Anna, you're up next. My show is called Dear Brutus, running from the seventh of February to the 9th of February by the Three Penny Theatricals, um, and it will be performed at the Churchill Theatre in Edinburgh, <laughs> Scotland. Um, the fall... Oh, no, that's a quote. So it's set in 1917. In a remote English village, there are rumours of an enchanted wood that only appears on a midsummer night. One of the inhabitants, a mysterious man, invites eight strangers mm. to stay. They all have something. <laughs> they all have something in common, but they don't know what that something is. Yeah, they put their keys in a bowl. <laughs> <laughs> when one evening the wood miraculously appears, the guests feel very compelled to enter. What happens there has the power to change their lives forever. From J.M. Barry, who wrote Peter Pan and, Qual <laughs> and Quality Street, comes a dark. Darkly Comet Haunting Quality drama. Street? Yeah. Quality Street when you go? A, no, it's... Oh. Jane Barry wrote, wrote it. Comes a Darkly Comic Haunting Drama of Self-Revelation. Do you know what? That is a show that I was going to pick. Yeah. But, like, cool title, catchy poster. The poster looks the awesome. The poster does look awesome. Very But I like the name of the company. Three Penny Theatricals. Ah. Catching. Is it Three Penny or is it Threepenny? Depends. Depends where you're from. I, I wanted Scotland. to see Dear Brutus for a while. Yeah. The show, because I heard intrigued. about it, but not going to Scotland uh, <laughs> unless they want to 
pay for us Good. to go up. I'm guessing, Anyone it's, in Scotland, I'm guessing it's a play. Maybe one day. Go along. Maybe one day, Tom. I'm guessing it's a play. Yeah. Yeah. It is. Lucy. Exciting. Hit us with your Noda show. Okay. Now, I'm going to describe the show and you have to tell me the title. I've seen it. Oh, Sorry. And I can't fun. guess. I'll zip my mouth. It is... The story of Shakespeare's Twelfth Night built around a number of songs made famous by Elvis Presley. All shook up. Correct, Amundo. It's on the 30th of January to the 2nd of February 2019 with a matinee on the 2nd of February. It is by Shenfield Operatic Society at the Queen's Theatre in Hornchurch, Essex. Essex. Nice. Book tickets via Z-Box office. I'm all shook up. Cool. You're nice. welcome. All these shows are in the show notes. Show notes. Okay, so this is my third pick. The first one, the first show I picked, it came up with Error 404. So I don't know if that's Noda's website or if that's the the company that are doing the show haven't put a link in and then Anna did Dear Brutus which sorry. looked awesome don't say sorry it's cool and I've gone for <laughs> Robin Hood Panto hey. right that is the title Robin Hood Panto. Panto not Robin Hood the Panto not the pantomime Robin Hood it's called Robin Hood Panto from the 31st of January to the 2nd of February. Question. Tell me what you think about me. <laughs> Where? What is the cut-off point for a panto? Like, when you is have it panto whenever acceptable? you like. <laughs> well, people are starting to do pantos in Easter. They do loads of Easter pantos. I think yeah. pantos are just popular for kids, aren't they? And kids are around all year. They're not just for Christmas. Well, you can't have panto all year round why not it's just not acceptable it's christmas i, I would say november, cut, cut off november, point is easter i november think summer somewhere don't really do pantos they audition for christmas pantos <coughs> in the summer don't i they? think you have a christmas panto and just panto panto pantos are shows for panto, kids panto. let think, them have a show all year i round. think you should <laughs> maybe end. just have christmas pantos but i think pantos are something that we've made a christmas thing yeah, and I I like it as a Christmas thing. So nah. if you're putting a panto on in July, don't expect me to be yeah, there. Yeah, but there That's is so, so much on at Christmas. Like, yeah, but there's so <laughs> much on at Christmas. Honestly, isn't Christmas ridiculous? Oh, like everyone so is mean. so, so busy. Really loud. But that, that's, that's, it's like tradition, isn't it? There's not, there's not really time to... That's do anything at Christmas yet, people February. still fit it in. Anyway, if you want to see a panto in February and you one. live in Kent, then the Edenbridge Forge Singers are doing Robin Hood Panto. Anyway, Tom mentioned last episode that he would like something different at the end of each podcast. So, Tom, what's your idea for today? We're going to come up with new expletives. Okay, but they're not swears right <laughs> so they're like normal words that sound like swears no they don't you even have just, to sound just like just say whatever you want and say that that's going to be a swear from now on okay tom hit us with it fungepilf <laughs> you fungepilf 
how are you using that? Can you use it in a sentence? I just did. You're a funge pilf. It's not a full sentence. We need a better sentence. Good day, sir. Uh, how much? <laughs> Good day, sir. We're doing some some role play. Good day, sir. How much for uh, how much for these pairs of shoes? Um, that'll be fifty. That's so expensive, you funge pilf. <laughs> what are you trying to rip me off, you you piece of funge? Your mum, your mother was a pilf, and your father was a funge, and you're a funge pilf. You, I bet you, you funge lad. pilfs all day. You pinch felfer. Thanks, Anna. Thank you, sir. I'll buy the shoes. Good day. Okay, Anna, your go. Okay. Um, I'm trying to think of a swear word. Because all I've got is your swear word in my head now. Um, I always think stickle bricks is quite an aggressive word. (laughs) Do you know what? I used to love stickle bricks. You freckletard. Oh, (laughs) can you use it in a (laughs) sentence, please? Um. I like how this is This game pleases my minuscule caveman brain. That was just a horse <laughs> going by there. <laughs> Sorry, I'll tune back into planet Earth. Uh... Just think how you use swear words. Oh, yeah. <laughs> think of a swear word and replace it with that. So, uh, Tom's such a frickle tard. <laughs> <laughs> well, there we go. The... <laughs> Lucy. Yeah, ring, wrangle, wrangle. <laughs> Pardon? <laughs> ring, wrangle, wrangle. Yeah, ring, wrangle, wrangle. Could you use it in a sentence? <laughs> it's too funny to say. <laughs> I'm going to get you by your ring, rang, ringler and throw you... <laughs> oh, so it's a body part. Oh, <laughs> oh I see. Why don't you go and some, wrangle some ringles, you ring, rang, wrangler? <laughs> oh, I like it. Um, I'm going to have Nilf. What? Yeah. Can you no, say... No, no, no. <laughs> what did you say? Don't nilf. Be a, don't be a Nilf. Nilf. Yeah, Nilf. Okay. Yeah. I thought you just don't, said milf. Don't be. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah, that's a real word. It's not well, really a swear it's not word. It's a word. It's an acronym, I suppose. Yeah, Mister, I'd like to don't be a to feed. All your life. You've been you. We've been. It's all that podcast. Yeah. Now, funge pilf off or whatever my word was. <laughs> Ring wang wingola. Plinky, plinky, plong, plinky, plong, plinky, plong, plong, plinky, 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 plong, pl